Hello and welcome to the first episode of Vancouver Know Your Neighbors. I am your host Pranav Tambarnikar. Today I have with me Dave Gunawan, a very well-known chef in Vancouver who started his business with Farmers Apprentice which won multiple awards from Vancouver Business Magazines. Currently he is running Ubuntu's Canteen on Fraser Street. We talked about his journey to becoming a chef, what food means to him and about the highs and lows he has experienced in his life which ultimately made him the person he is today. So just lay back and listen in. Hello Dave, welcome to the first episode of this podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So, I'm going to right dive in right into the thing like how did the name Ubuntu come and how does it relate to what you wanted to create with the space? Well, I mean, Ubuntu has only been around for about 2 years now. I mean, the the, the name came from the idea of of <coughs> the necessity of being together to be more inclusive as as humanity and you know when they came from the the apartheid sort of regime you know Desmond Tutu called for for being the idea of like being in this together as as one single species and you know and also the definitions of of I am because you are and then we are intrinsically um uh, connected and and dependent on one another so you know there is no segregation between uh the skin tone and 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 race really so i really wanted to create something very uh, inclusive here uh and so yeah i just wanted something that all of us can relate to in this sort of dire times when you know we think we're all connected but really we're further apart than we've ever been despite all the technological improvements and how according to you does food play a part in building sort of community and also with the space that you've created like how does it play a part i mean food is 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 so disarming you know there's this conviviality in nature um you know every if if you have food on a table it means it's, it's an invitation you know you can forget all sorts of conflict right because there is the process of inviting people to eat and through eating we become this arm and through eating we 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 uh we tend to to resolve conflicts because there is this idea of of vulnerability you know when you eat something you actually put something in your body with a sense of trust right with a sense of like yes love and nourishment you know so it's a very very convivial process and i love that about food it becomes uh you you eliminate and almost potentially resolve any sort of differences yeah yeah that's a that's a very great way to put it actually so you've previously talked about food and soul so how important it is that we are aware of what we consume and where it comes from Yeah I I think you cannot remove food and soul uh food nourishes the body and the body if the body is nourished and nourishes the soul you know um and also the the notion of of growing food is is such a a, a sacred sort of pro- process you know is 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 it's almost in, in magical in, in so many ways so food is is it is a a to me a, a very um 
important aspect of my life. It's also very um, spiritual in so many ways and allows us to reconnect with, with the earth, um, not just as the current commodity. Um, and, and that is the demise of this current society is that once we start commodifying food, we start to lose the meaning and the, and the sacredness of food because it becomes a, a quantitative value, you know, rather than as this uh, invaluable object, uh, supply of, of, of nourishment. Yeah, and you just said it's not just about cooking, but you also said creating food is also spiritual in some ways. How did, how like what experiences made you feel that way? The food being like spiritual and I mean, it always comes. It's always been there. It just I didn't know how to express it. Um, I mean, I think the turning point was when I realized that food wasn't a a a medium for for validation. You know, so you know, I used to use food as a form of of, of uh, accomplishment as, mm-hmm. as, as a platform for me to acquire uh, validity in the world as a form to acquire um, recognition in the world and then anyway I achieved all of that in 2013 or so when I <coughs> was awarded from multiple awards from the Vancouver magazine for you know farmers apprentice Farmer yeah yeah and then I started to realize, like, you know, there was this insatiable appetite for more, and even though I'm already there. So there was something wrong with with the way I was pursuing things and the way I relate to things. I mean, I've always, I, I do believe in all this entity. It's just that I didn't know where I was going with it. Yeah, there was something that is bottomless about mm-hmm. it, you know? And so I started working deeper within the context of what we call spirituality if you if you want to call it that mm-hmm. but for me it's just about the search for the meaning of life really and so I started you know because I've, I've worked the last 15 years of my life at that point you know through multiple 16 hour days you know 18 hour days there was there was no time for, for self-awareness there was no time for discovery there was no time for reflection there was no time to to address all my anxiety you know mm-hmm. to address my anger to address all my depression you know cooking was was a means to run away from all of that and that's why I think a lot of us do that you know there was so many forms of addiction in, in the rest hospitality industry yeah. and there were so many suicides because we weren't addressing that and also because the exposure to alcohol was so prevalent mm-hmm. and you know everyone was drinking and there was also this like perversion about the harder you work the harder you drink the more rock and roll you are and so like I obviously I, I, I bought into all of that right like we were that person we were that Marco Pure White we were that Gordon Ramsay we were that you know whoever we idolized mm-hmm. so you know I, uh, and I just I had to stop because I felt like my body was giving up and I felt like you know I was going to down the rabbit hole because I. Uh, anyway, I, long story short, I started working on myself through many sort of ceremony, through many forms mm-hmm. of, of of medicines, you know, and 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 in that sort of direction, and I became transformed, if you will, you know, like you kind of rewire your whole entire DNA, and and 
I think, yeah, then that point, the, the most courageous thing I could have done for myself was to, to relinquish all my identity, right? Well, like, who am I? Who you were other than... Other than being a chef. Yeah. And so, yeah, it took a lot of work to, to dissolve all of that and, and to have the courage to start all over again, right? And so, yeah, I was working with, with, with a lot of... Uh, teachers working with a lot of other sort of uh, practices like yoga meditation and whatnot like I, I, I managed to to be where I am now or where I'm completely at peace with who I am and what I do without having the needs for further validation right and and so that's became like through that connection you know between the heart and the head you 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 become more connected with the world you become more connected with 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 what you do what with what we do and, and you, you you acknowledge that you know human beings are a part of the animal kingdom and that we are all in this together and so many other sort of trajectory that's, yeah. and then hence the name Ubuntu came in you know and, and yeah that's I think we are where, yeah. where we at now yeah I think yeah going back to the point where you said like we are all in in the rush of things where get the things done get things done and like there's no that is very true so true to the world at present that like no one has time to reflect upon what they are doing on a day-to-day basis and that creates a lot of yeah i mean this 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 falsehood of like material acquisition right thinking that the external is going to solve your internal hunger yeah you know when actually (laughs) there is nothing in the external world that can satiate your appetite for the for the internal nutrients right I think yeah, that's true. To like until until you are full of yourself, or like until you know yourself and you satisfy yourself, you can't go out and give out to the world as well mm-hmm. in some ways. Mm-hmm. So can you take us back a bit in time and like trace your path to like becoming a chef? Um, I mean, my journey as a chef is about fifteen years now. Yeah, I, mean, I was I was trained as a chef. I mean, I got my education in engineering, um, like yourself. Um, started off mechanical and then eventually drifted off to the civil and environmental aspect because I thought uh, I could make a bigger impact uh, in terms of uh, environmental conservation and there was a lot of things that I really enjoyed about being in that sort of academic pers- uh, world you know um, but I just it didn't, it didn't really feel right for me so I, I started drifting into uh, different angles of, of, of work uh, I was a bike career for a while and then I eventually fell in love with the kitchen you know not by choice but it was just a sense of, uh, of comfort and also very different than the academic pers- uh, world being in the kitchen really exposed me to to what uh, political and social climate is all about right like when I, when I was in Chicago I was working with a lot of immigrants um, you know we were all Mexican immigrants there was like Hondurans, Nicaraguan, you know, and, and here we are, you know, working 10, 12 hours a day with minimum wage and then we're creating these beautiful dishes for the upper echelons, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do love the, the companionship. I do love, like, the camaraderie between all of us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we always fought for the bigger picture. You know, every day you felt like you were, you were going to war, you know, and it was a very intense environment. Uh, and I, I loved it, you know. I never see, I've never really seen cooking as a, 
I, I, I never saw cook, cooking as a form of profession until then. You know, I was like, oh, I mean, I, I don't mind the environment. I kind of like this, and there was mm-hmm. a lot of gratification with with this process of uh, processing the ingredient and then you know transforming it into something beautiful, right? Like that was to me that was very fulfilling in so many ways. You kind of just fell into the place for you. Yeah, I just kind of fell into it. I didn't, you know, I wasn't like, oh, my grandmother showed me how to cook. There was no romance <laughs> about it, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not the, the cliche story of like, oh, I grew up in the, in this environment mm-hmm. where my grandmother was very romantic about food and my mom showed me how to cook. No, it wasn't none of that. It was like <laughs> the grind and the, and the, there was something about the rawness of it, you know? Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it wasn't glamorous. <laughs> I, I loved it. I love every aspect about it because the harder you work, the more fulfilling you get. So just on the lighter side, like how, when you, when you are here at Ubuntu, like how is your typical day? Like what? Uh, I mean, it varies day to day. Right? I mean, um, right now, well, I mean, the last few years, I've always been focused on mentorship. You know, I'm not here to, to run a day to day. I'm not here to drive the ship. I mean, I, I do drive the ship in the bigger picture, bigger sense of intention, bigger sense of community involvement, mm-hmm. and to to sort of hold this umbrella as a whole, as as a as a whole, and not so much on the chopping and the cooking. You know, I, I leave that to the to the younger guys. So, like for me, it's all about the men- mentorship, the maintenance, and the supporting uh, role, mm-hmm. even emotionally, even you know, professionally. So, I, I mean. I'm here in the background making sure people don't fall down you know yeah and you it know. also gives them the opportunity to create their oh, own yeah. stuff for sure know, the creative yeah. freedom is, a, exactly. is, is so critical in this yeah. sort of day and age what is your go-to food like when you're lazy <laughs> is there anything as such or do you always well, I mean I know, something quick I just I'm I'm a pretty simple eater you know I, I make sandwiches I make make pastas um, you know I eat very simple dishes like congee you know mm-hmm. like for my for my own cultural background um, I don't know my wife sometimes gets takeout get pizza we're, we're pretty simple eaters we're not like elaborate or like mm-hmm. opulent in any way just as and like would you like to share any thoughts about like how we can consciously make an effort to eat locally sourced food and can you know, also develop a community as a whole. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily want that to be like a, a, a common ideology. I mean, the, eating well and treating ourselves well takes a lot of resources. So, like, we can't say this is this kind of lifestyle is accessible to everyone. You know, I say do it if you can. Mm-hmm. Just be conscious of what you eat. I mean. If the political situation doesn't allow you to do that, if the social situation doesn't allow you to do that, I'm not asking for more. So I think what we can plead is maybe we can share some wealth distribution, you know, help each other out. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not asking anyone to do anything. <laughs> Just like if you can be as aware as you can and conscious as you are, you know, take good care of, of each other and yourself. I think yeah. that's that's more than more than enough. Thank you for joining me today. It was pleasure talking to you. And yeah, thanks for Thank you for tuning in. 
So yes, for those of us who can afford to buy organic and locally, let's do that so the prices can come down eventually and hopefully it'll be easily accessible to more people in the future.